Welcome to Danger Dames. Join three sisters immersed in magic, southern drama, and the family business. So for this system, we're using Fate. Fate, yep. Mm -hmm. Fate Core, specifically. So there are three amazing products you can get. There's Fate Core. There's uh, Fate Condensed, which is strips out all of the examples to play, all of the like teaching the game, and is literally just, here is a set of rules. And then there's Fate Accelerated, which the whole point is to simplify the rule set so that it's easier to pick up and faster to play, but gives you a lot less flexibility. Mm -hmm. There's also a free SRD. So all of those products I just said, except for Fate Accelerated, are pay what you want. So you can get those for free. There's the SRD, which is just a rules text, nothing else. It's literally just all of the rules written out on a pretty well-designed website. So you can go grab those also for free. There's just loads and loads and loads of Fate stuff. And there's a bunch of other games that are based around this. You can check out Evil Hat's website. They have loads and loads of stuff. And oh. actually, even if you wanted to buy the physical book, I think mine was like $15 on Amazon. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good size book, too. So it's yeah, not 300 like a, pages. Yeah. It's also very well laid out. Lots of good stuff. All right. So <laughs> it's a great book. You should buy this it. This is after he dogs about dice as he's like fondling this uh, tome over here. I have a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I, I totally understand it's that. It's not the clickety clacks, it's the book. There's a reason I deeply relate to Merlin from The Sword in the Stone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if only I could. What is that spell that it does to move all of his stuff into a bag? Into the, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too, the marching into the sack. Yeah. <laughs> That's my quintessential wizard. Suck it, Gandalf. <laughs> oh, no, don't add us. Don't oh, add us. <laughs> well, now we'd put everything up and have this argument. Um, all right. So let's talk, let's actually do this. Thing. Uh, so we talked about setting stuff. Um, we're modern day sort of rural fantasy with like kind of a southern crime tinge set in a small like tourist town in. What was the name? The of Ozarks. It was Wellsprings. Wellsprings. Right? Wellsprings. Yep. Um, and we, I, I will, there, there's lots of other questions I have about those setting and stuff that we'll flesh out as we go, but I figure we can do that while we're doing character creation. So I'm going to run through all the steps really quick and then we'll do them one by one. We're going to create aspects for your characters. We're going to come up with names. Then we're going to do the phase trio. Then you're going to pick skills for your character. We'll, um, invent some stunts, which are basically like your special abilities. And then, uh, we'll figure out your refresh and then we'll set up stress and consequence tracks. And then that's it. It shouldn't take a super long time. The best place to start is to start thinking about character ideas and aspects. The way aspects works is they're essentially tags, but for storytelling. So like, I think, I don't know how much we really talked about tags in Apocalypse World, but like weapons and stuff had tags. Fate is a game just full of tags. Just those tags are about the story, not about the mechanics of the game. So for instance, if I were, you know, if we were in a warehouse and there was a shootout, we might have a couple of aspects on the table. Like I'm in, let's say a barrel catches fire. I might put a aspect that says fire on the table and you can now use that aspect with fate points to benefit yourself or to hurt your opponents. And that's how the whole game works is playing off of those. And so everything we're going to make several kinds of aspects, but they all function the same way mechanically. So the, your character is going to have five aspects. You're going to have a high concept, which is like, this is the root of who I am. You'll have a trouble, which is sort of, you know, the thing that gives your character consequences and drama. And then we're going to use the phase trio. Your guys are going to talk about how you know each other. And that's what's going to generate your last three aspects. Let's do this stuff. Oh so I feel like I'm like, I don't know. It's almost like a job interview. Sort of. yeah. like a little, and like, if you get anything wrong, you're out of my fucking table. <laughs> get out of here. I have like an A plant name. Like a plant name that starts with A. Like Aspen? Mm. Ambrosia. Annalise? Sorry to cut you off. Something else to consider too is that the the three things that you always want for your character is they need to be competent, they need to be um, proactive, and they need to be dramatic. So, you know, you are not like weak 
simple, small people. You are like good at the things that you're good at and you're proactive and you're dramatic. So all of your stuff should kind of. Oh, good. Sounds just like us. (laughs) (laughs) How about Aster? I like that. That's very witchy. Good. Yes. Better than Aspen. Thank you. Appreciate it. So I'll read through the high concept and then we can talk about character ideas and see where everybody's at. So high concept is sort of like the core of what your character is. It's a phrase that sums up what your character is about, who he is and what he does. Uh, It's an aspect, one of the first and most important ones for your character. Think of the aspect like your job, your role in life or your calling. It's what you're good at, but it's also a duty you have to deal with. And it's constantly filled with problems of its own. That is to say, it comes with some good and some bad. Uh, There are a few different reactions you can take this. So you could take the idea of like your job, literally lead detective, knight of the round table, low level thug. That could be your high, uh, high concept. You could also throw in some other adjectives. So instead of being a lead detective, you're a reluctant lead detective. You could mash two jobs or roles together that most people would find odd, like a wizard private eye or a monster slaying accountant. Does anyone have any thoughts about that? Uh, is this the high concept? Or this is your yeah, high, this concept. Is high concept. Okay. Uh, well, my, my initial thoughts is uh, with my character, family is the word that comes to my mind. Sure. Um, so I'm not really certain how to put that into a high con- concept. So so the specific thing, if, if you want to root your character in its relationship to other characters, then you want it to be a, about that relationship. So um, your high concept could be, you know... Um, we talked a little bit about you being sort of the only sister that remained behind. Is that still the direction you wanted to go? Yeah, I was thinking like like not so much a matriarch, but the one that stayed and is keeping the family, keeping like the heart of the hearth. The heart, yeah, the yeah. heart, yeah. the heart of it all. So you could say, I forget what we said. Do we settle on a last name for you guys? I liked Everly. You could be, you know, the heart of the Everly family would be a great high concept because there are lots and lots and lots of ways that people could use compels. That's what they're called. Could use that against you. There are lots of ways that that would be problematic and hard to deal with, but. It also gives you some clout in dealing with them and gives you guidance on what your character's about. Okay, great. Um, what's everybody else thinking? It's uh, also good now if we just want to spitball character concepts too, like not so much even just your high concept, but like this is what I want to be. Yeah, so I kind of see my character as um, like rejecting the small town and her family's reputation in it and just trying to like get away from it and make herself something else. Um, and I think she went to like Chicago um, and became an ER doctor. That was Maddie, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's Maddie. <laughs> New season. We She's been replaced. This is Rachel. <laughs> yeah, this is Maddie. Uh, and I named her Gretchen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she looks at us because yes. we tried to play around with names last night. We were all like, we don't like and that Gretchen name. is an amazing name. And these fools are mildly racist about German people, apparently. <laughs> Not racist. It's I don't nothing know. to do with Gretchen. It's very surprising. Okay. So what would that high concept be? Like if we were to tank that and succinct so it, that. It depends. There's a lot of stuff, right? So your high concept could be uh, an accomplished doctor is a high concept. Or um, you could be uh, – also keep in mind too that one of one of our aspects needs to relate to how you cast man, Like how you are whatever you are magically, right? Yeah, so, I think that she is almost um, Scully-like in like her like evidence-based science first. And so there's always this little bit of like rejection of her magical heritage. Sure. That actually sounds like that might be a good trouble to you. But um, yeah, so it's, it's whatever way you want to play it. If you I think part of it, too, is what's more important to you about your character. Is it more important that she is like like her job and her like professionalism and her character traits? Is yes. it more important her relationship to her family that she left behind? What's the I think her the job is the drama? most important to her because that's how she's defining herself. Your identity, mm-hmm. having yeah. your own identity, yep. separate identity. So then I would root your high concept in that. So, you know, however you want to do that. 
Also, there's an important note I didn't make. If there's any point in this where you're like, man, I really don't know how to take what I want to do and turn it into an aspect, just mm-hmm. leave it blank and we'll fill it in as we go. Okay. It's not. Yeah. I think no, no nonsense doctor. That's what she is. Oh, like, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, too, because that does give some some fire. Remember, we always want these. You get fate points when I actually when anybody at the table, because anybody can suggest a compel, but you get fate points when anybody else uses your aspects against you. So if I as a GM do it or if, you know, Lydia's like, oh, actually, it sounds like you being the heart of the Everly family is going to make it hard for you to be subjective in this case. And she mm-hmm. like gives you a fate point as long as you accept that compel, you get them. So you always want them to be able to be used against you. I'm a super cool badass with no flaws as a bad aspect because you're not going to get any fate points. <laughs> um, so we kind of talked about this. Jacob and I did. So I'm leaning towards like only child, didn't realize I had siblings, super positive to find out I do, didn't realize I had a family or even a big family, come join the girls, turns out I'm a half sister, and then I also would like to be like a green thumb gardener nature witch. Like it, like mm-hmm. it. Like positive nature witch. So then same thing, what do you feel like is more important to you there? Your relationship or your like your relationship? Job? So okay. like being an only child and new to the lost concept. But, lost so but found how again. are we related then? Because if it's a matriarchal line of It would magic, be our mother. Yeah. We would share a mother. Apparently she just uh Well, and we know that out. aunt was over the house. So it could be that mom noped out. Because- mm. We know Aunt ran the bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. So you're just like a secret love child that she never told anybody about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be like where she was like, fuck magic. Let me go live a normal human being life. And then like met somebody and. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. well, it's even more like reason for me to like reject everything. <laughs> Our mom abandoned us. Yeah. So, wah, wah. so let's spitball some ask like some some ideas for the high concept. What are you thinking? I mean, are you the black sheep? I, are you the little sister? I, well, well yes, if, I would if, have to be a little sister, but I feel like not so much a black sheep, just so much as like a positive, like happy to be a part of something. Well, if we were abandoned and she actually spent her entire life with our mother, she'd be the most loved, right? Mm-hmm. So, and most embracing of magic. I, I don't know, maybe. Well, I think she I would have raised me without so. magic. Yeah, I, I, think, mm. I, think, yeah. I think. I don't think I knew about it oh, okay. because she was so, like, fuck, fuck the magic world. So I think I, I wonder because and this is some setting stuff. So it's answering questions for me, too, because <laughs> we've decided that like the the Everly sisters or whatever that run the three sisters in is not just like a trio of siblings, but is also some sort of like almost unto itself a magical organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're the lost and found Everly sister or. um yeah, you're, I mean, like, yeah. you're the missing third, right? Yep. Now, she'd almost be, like, the key, because, like, the... I don't know. The prof- Just because she's mommy's favorite? Well, no, but I the, prophecy, <laughs> the prophecy couldn't be fulfilled without the third. Right. Sure. All right, so that's everybody's high concept, right? Because we did yours first. Right. We just feel like we slammed through yours. Right, but. <laughs> yeah, so this is Chrissy. Uh, we, I was the first to speak, the heart of the Everly family, yeah. But the concept of the character that I'm playing with is that she never, she never left town and uh, probably married her high school boyfriend, um... Got divorced, but we're friends still. Has just stayed. She stayed at the bed and breakfast with the auntie and loves magic, embraces all magic. Like she would use it for everything if she could. But despite that, she does know that she's supposed to keep it hidden. She doesn't like that she has to keep it hidden. Probably runs like an Etsy shop where she sells like essential oils and may even sprinkle a little bit of magic into them. Mm -hmm. Um, And is a little risky about it because like she loves magic and just thinks the world's a better place with magic in it. Hey, you get a lot of really good reviews. 
Shit works. I have a really yeah. great Etsy shop. So we're going to like workshop the accent though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't consistent through that. I know, I did. Yeah. But, you know. No, we, right. we've discussed accents. It's so wait, troubles. Yeah, so in addition to a high concept, every character has some sort of trouble aspect that's a part of their life and story. If your high concept is what or who your character is, your trouble is the answer to the simple question, what complicates your character's existence? Trouble brings chaos into a character's life and drives him into interesting situations. Trouble aspects are broken up. I don't know why they don't just use them. There's my first criticism. We can put that in there. Why not just use them for the whole thing? But trouble aspects are broken up into two types, personal struggles and problematic relationships. Personal struggles are about the your darker side or impulses that are hard to control. So if it's something your character might be tempted to do or un, or unconsciously do at the worst possible moment, this is that sort of trouble. Uh, anger management issues. Sucker for a pretty face. The bottle calls to me. Problematic <laughs> cool. relationships are part of are about people or organizations that make your life hard. It could be a group of people who hate your guts and want you to suffer, folks you work for that don't make your job easy, or even your family or friends that are too often get caught in the crossfire. Some more rules of thumb. Your trouble shouldn't be super easy to solve. If it is, then it's not an interesting trouble. These, the, Your high concept and your trouble are like, these are core to your character, which doesn't mean that you have to like stress over them. They can change, but it shouldn't be, you know, I have like family debts probably wouldn't be a great core trouble because you pay them off in some way and you move <laughs> past it, right? Hmm. It's hard because it's not the kind of system where you're like, let me flip to page three and pick my trouble. Just pick one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the upside though too is that you're, so your troubles should also be beneficial to you. And so like you can use your troubles positively for yourself. More often than not, they're going to be used as compels against you. But like, let's say if you were a like family man is when you could easily use in your favor too when trying to like relate to people or maybe you're you know asking for some sympathy because you're just trying to do this to help your family out stuff like that so what's what are people's thoughts where are we at i like the idea of my inexperience with magic being a trouble like my just total lack of knowledge and just like i'm constantly fiddling with it in order to try to get a sense of it and try to like rein myself in and control it you probably also want to break the rules like there's you know magic always has rules and so well i have no idea i think it's not so much breaking just rules. Do it. it's a okay i'll try it i have no idea what to do otherwise so it's like fresh face like, yeah you know uh neophyte kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah, any way that you want to frame that. I got it. Shiny new penny. That's your trouble aspect. <laughs> what like are you guys it. thinking? Um, I think I'm going to run with that um, rejection of like the town and family reputation. Like as she was rejected by her mother, she's somehow like still following that path of like becoming the mundane, you know? So she's like values her scientific mind above her heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Would um, needs to be loved be a trouble aspect? Yeah, uh, it certainly could be. What is troubling? Is that- well, <laughs> yeah. To go with, back to the yeah. if mother abandoned and like so, and the, that's why you're holding the family together. I hold it together, Ooh, and like, yeah. and the idea is like, I want, I want. She yep. does everything she can to make sure everyone around her thinks she's the best, I and like not it. in the like, like just like Superwoman. Like, oh, she's. Are just you so replacing sweet. the mother figure? Yeah, yeah. I think is mother figure your trouble aspect. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Because I, so I do like it. I think it's a good direction. Yeah. I feel like we could punch it up. So I like Mother Figure pretty well. I don't know if anybody else has a suggestion because I, I want lady, it to be. It reminds me a little bit of the Lady in the Dale HBO documentary where, like, as soon as she was the figure, she was the one constantly forcing them to be together. She was the one who reunited them. Like, she was that core, like the fabric of the family. And as soon as she died, they just all mm-hmm. went off. Right. So I like the idea of that. I don't or, like, the linchpin. Is another good like way to see it, you know? I like linchpin too, actually. 
I will say, and this is totally fine if this is what you want to do, Chrissy, but those two, that trouble and that high concept are going to really root your character in the family drama stuff. Like that's going to be sort of the core of where your conflict is going to come from. So if that works for you, but that sounds good. No, I think that's exactly where like if if she's been stuck in this bed and breakfast running it and like like I said, she's she's friends with everybody in town. It's a small town. Like Mm -hmm. everybody knows her and she's got her very comfortable life and then suddenly sisters come back she's going to be she will fight tooth and nail to keep it like that i like it that's gonna create some conflict i love it though did we hammer out did we hammer out your trouble what the inexperience in magic with magic do i have to have like a fancy name for it no i do think so inexperienced in magic though i do think is a little i mean it's just a little are you naive in general it's just like an unawareness. Naive. Like, yeah. Is that a trouble though? Uh, I think so. Because yeah. like if she's a well-loved child that's been like a muggle or mundane or whatever. Naive in all all things or naive just in magic? Like, Yeah. I, I, don't, I like naive in magic. I, I, and yeah. I like the concept. Mm-hmm. My problem is if we're thinking writer's room, it's not punchy. Like it's not – if I if we wrote if we wrote a character card for you – Naive and magic would the, nobody's going to read that and be like, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> Dang. Damn. I'm boring. There we um, go. Well, no, it's just literally the same thing we just did <laughs> with Chrissy's is yeah. trying to make it more, Punch it up. more dramatic. Well, that was where I so was thinking. Joyfully with- reunite with us. So like eager, over eager. Like that's I what would- I was thinking is that she would start studying a bunch of stuff and even mess around with crap that we're like, no, you don't mess with that. That's not safe. That's, you know, like. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if I'm I would right like there, the like, concept, like happy puppy. I would like the concept to focus on magic and specifically, and it could also be my like inability to control it. Like <laughs> she sneezes and a plant grows in the corner. <laughs> like I have no concept of anything. Like, how do I control it? How do I practice? I have no. Knowledge. I like how do I control it as a trouble aspect. That's what I, was I don't thinking. think it makes her reckless. I mean, no, well, we can flesh that out kind of thing. But I don't I think, think it makes her like reckless intentionally. I think it's a, I just need to practice and I need to get this under control and maybe I grow something too big and it yeah, dies. It's What's it like a tibula rasa kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah. 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 It's less of the character is. We walk into a room and there's a huge fly trap. Feed me, Seymour. All right. So everybody's got their troubles. And remember too, if you, if we like loop around, you're like, oh, I kind of want to change this one a little bit. That's totally fine. Sure. Um, everybody sounds like we've got names already, right? Yep. Yep. Impressive. Wait, All right. what is. Yeah, I don't think we've actually said no, that. No, Gretchen. I'm Gretchen. I'm, I'm going to be Cassandra. I go by Cass. Okay. Cassandra. Ooh. Very much. I need to not think Chrissy when I hear that. But yeah. Oh, you think Cassandra sounds like Chrissandra. No, Cassandra, <laughs> <laughs> no, Cassandra is like the whole like, you know, she always tells the truth and no one believes her. I don't like it. Yeah, no, it works. I'm just going to want to work on that because I'm going to want to call you Cassie, but we're not going to call you Well, that. you can call me Cassie and I'll just tell you I don't like it. <laughs> You can fuck up. That's like, fine. We've just met. Like, well, yeah, well, you're, I mean, you are flushing in a relationship. Yeah. And then I'm Aster. What's mom's name? Charlotte. When did we decide that? Uh, it was last, last night. night. <laughs> 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 well, you're video gaming. Maddie, what was your character? My uh, phone was Gretchen. dead. <laughs> and then Auntie was uh, Lillian. Lillian. Are, do they share a surname? Yes. I think okay. they're, Everly is the surname, I think. And then, like I said, that's why I wasn't like, you don't have to have the last same last name. Like, you've been married before. Maybe you still have Billy Bob's oh, last name or whatever. Nah. Yeah. No, no, I don't think she would have ever dropped Everly. Like, no. Oh. It's a family thing. Yeah. Like, what are you looking for? We're like old, old family. What? I couldn't remember your name. You named me. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> you named me. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. So now we're going to do our face trio. 
So we're going to describe your character's first adventure, describe how you've crossed paths with the two other characters, write down one aspect for each of the three experiences. This is an opportunity to tell a story about your characters. Each phase will ask you to write down two things. Use the character creation worksheet to write down those details. First, write a summary of what happened in that phase. You don't want to establish too much detail up front because you might have to adjust details later. Okay, we've read an essay now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is going to sound fun. You hear my ASMR, my pencil screeching. And second, you're going to write an aspect that reflects some part of that phase. The, The aspect can cover the general vibe from the summary, or it can focus on some piece of it that still resonates with your character in the present day. So the first phase is your character's first true adventure, his first book, episode, case, movie, whatever, starring him. Is that See, singular that? or is that together? This is you. That You're writing your first adventure and then we're going to pass them around and they're going to add details about how they were involved somehow in your adventure. Oh, okay. And then you're going to add details about how you were involved in theirs. Once you've come up with the adventure, write an aspect that relates to some part of what happened. Um, because the two other characters will be involved in the following phases, this adventure needs to be something that isn't so early in your character's life that he hasn't mm-hmm. met the other protagonist yet. So we, we've talked about that a little bit, how we can flex that. Oh, but I had a good kid one. Okay. I uh, yeah. Good well, for one. real quick, what are our ages for real? Yeah. So that we understand the distance between these events. So, so even so. before that, I think my question is: so does our magic trigger when Lillian dies? Oh no! no, no, no. Here we go. I got it. Okay. We are aware of you. We have not come together to like reconcile the conflict that is like our mother's disappearance and our relationship. But Lillian's death triggers our urge to return, and that's the whole, like, we come together as sisters possibly, right? Um, but we're aware of you, and are, we do have magic. I think it's a puberty thing. I think that's perfectly reasonable, okay. right? So I th- think we can still do a childhood, you know, our first magic experience kind of thing or some sort of complicated experience with it um, if you want. What do you think? And I'm a doctor, so it has to be, like, early 30s. Right. So that was my first question. <laughs> we were discussing last night. I was like, so clearly youngest, middle child, oldest. Yeah. Well, she's like – you know, mom's bohemian accident. Old though, like right. 85, right? <laughs> so, Maddie, starting with your age, what age are you thinking? Because you're going to be a doctor, so. 33. Okay. Like current day? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, which put me, I'd probably be about 30. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking young. I'm thinking like 22. Great. Yeah, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's got to be some years between Like Charlotte us. was like I just 40, like 16. Yeah, no, <laughs> we just no. mixed that. I don't want to be a teenager <laughs> no. again. Absolutely not. I need to drink. Does that make sense? It does. Everything makes sense. I'm just trying to reconcile you being 11 years younger than me and trying to figure out when when to do when story. to do my thing. Um, I was thinking maybe in this similar, close enough, I was thinking like mom passed away. Now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And so I literally just go and restart my life over and become a flower. What is it called? Like a bouquet specialist. Florist. 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 Yes. <laughs> a bouquet. A botanist. Maybe you're a botanist. I don't <laughs> a know. A flower artist. Aim high. I gotta get that snobby. But like maybe that's what. And I'm really just lost in life. So how did you find out about us? The better. Well, we were saying that we knew each other before Lillian dies. We just didn't have a relationship. It could be that when I your didn't. mom died, that there was like, a, obviously you, you would have gone yeah. to like the funeral or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I like that. When mom dies. So All your right. story could be about when your mom died. Yeah. And should she have died before you hit magic? So we just assume That's you don't have you magic. Don't. Oh, she was really young. and you. Got- <laughs> yeah. We're not really young, but like 14. 16. We didn't do a coming of age like 16. But my thought was we wouldn't think that we're the next try. What's the word? No, we're well. I'm dreading it. I know we're the next. Place, <laughs> but, but I'm dreading like, it. Like I'm, I'm hopeful, but I don't think because the she clearly doesn't have make uh, magic. Okay. Sure. 
Uh, okay, now I've got it. Okay, so, so mom, mom dies when you're like, let's see. 16. How old are you? God, I'm 22. Too much math. Um, 25. 22. So, so take the seven. Let's do, let's do when you were 12. <laughs> okay. When she died. Okay. And so, I know, but it, the math just needs to work. I'm <laughs> very know. old. No, I'm just trying to <laughs> do the math with I'm you. I'm just so old. <laughs> as many times as we mentioned the fact that you guys are old. And no, the- as Chrissy mentions this. I, I admit to nothing. She hasn't, today. she hasn't mentioned it today. God damn it. The day is early. The day so is wait, early. what are you thinking with me being 12? Uh, is that when what, our mom dies. Yeah, it's when Charlotte dies. It's a funeral. I'm trying to figure out mine. Does the adventure need to have like trouble? Yeah, yeah. You want, there needs to be some. It's got to be interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's got to be drama. What is that bouquet that they put on? What's it called? A grave, not at the grave, but the like actual. On the coffin? Yes. Does that have a name? It probably does, but we're very poor and we just like cremate folks, so I don't know. I feel like if you need that detail, you're probably putting too much effort <laughs> into this. You should have researched flower like florist. Two to three folks. sentences in an aspect. Okay. I can't believe you killed her mom <laughs> and made her abandon us. There's no way that we could be. She's like, probably not dead. We've all if, seen TV. Yeah. Oh, well, damn. like, no, or she like, or she did some kind of spell to like separate herself from it because like the whole idea is like the next set. Rises to the chosen challenge. Yeah, or whatever. yeah she's got horcruxes. Uh, Your mom's a lich. That's what you get. <laughs> Don't give me power. If our mom dies at when I was twelve, I'm going to come back a year later. I'm thirteen. That's when I recognize my powers because when I'm changing out the flowers, I bring the dead ones to life. From yeah, life. yeah. And maybe that's even why the magic manifests. And it also makes way. sense because it's like teenager important. So you're actually transition. a necromancer. I'm not a necromancer. <laughs> She's a plant lady. <laughs> I'm a plant witch. So do you adopt her since mom died, or who do you go to? She still has a dad. Yeah, you probably stay with your dumb human dad. In a or completely selfish way, uh, it's super fun for me if you have like a normal mundane dad who like lives in New York City and Visit just like a nice. Oh, that'll be a fun. He's just like a nice bumbling man. He's Mr. Magoo. You have to like, keep the secret from. <laughs> He's like Sean Astin, like just a super nice yeah, guy who like chill. fell in love with that girl. Fine, yeah. we'll do. I mean, do whatever you man. want. You don't yeah, have to do that. I think it'd be that. great no. that you have a loving father. He doesn't have to be a. That's a mundane. You don't have to have a dad at all because you said you were a well-loved child anyway. Yeah, this tragedy has struck you. Yeah, that works too. And he just does the best he can to take care of you. So you have a super loving dad, but you're like, hey, I have magic. And he's like, that's cool. That's great. (laughs) Or do you not (laughs) tell him because he's like overly supportive? (laughs) I have no idea what to do. I don't think I would tell him. I would think something's wrong with me. I'm a 13 year old girl. I don't think you tell him either. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, what the hell is wrong with me? Right. (laughs) You got to pick a dad name now? Um, Scott. Okay. That's That's a good dad name. Scott is a good dad name. Okay, are we all done with our phase one? I, I, I don't think. know if I did it right. I don't either. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Do, God, we, do we need to talk about it? Yes. Any of it? Yes. All right. So, so this, this is what I put. I put Cass is living her best life, learning and using magic, taking care of the bed and breakfast and the people around her. One day she walks into the salon to find Aunt Lillian unresponsive on the floor. Oh, yeah, that's good. So, and, but your concern is you, you want to have, um, figuring out what the aspect is from it. Right. I was, I, I'm just not quite clear on how to like... And is that, I mean, I feel like that's enough drama. <laughs> yeah. Finding yeah. her dead <laughs> or so, almost dead. Oh, so I've got a couple of ideas. So the one that jumped to my mind first what, is, is caretaker of the three sisters because your aunt died, which means you're now in charge. But right. that kind of puts, that's, that's very much in line with what you've already got. So I don't know if you want to. What if, what killed, what killed Lillian? You just found her on the couch. Like, <laughs> sure. did she just die naturally or did something magical oh. get her? Did somebody poison her? Like, would that, oh, yeah. would that add? Uh, Something? Do we have to reveal it yet? Okay, so what do you, what do you think? Um, what happened to Lillian? Or is that not? You'd want it to, I think you'd want it to be closer to, 
so uh, more a challenge for Chrissy. I think it'd be interesting if we could come up with something that's more central to Cassandra's character and less about the people around. Because you've already got two really good right, relationships. Right. Okay, so um, so if we couldn't think of if we can think of something that's like, am I up for the challenge? Yeah, I like that one. She's gonna fake it till she makes it, but she's probably terrified she can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Like Lillian was this this powerful, strong witch, and like I play with trinkets, I send out essential oils. There's no way I'm good enough to be able to handle. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, Unworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you could even make it longer. Just I, I'm trying to think of, go ahead, go ahead. I'm very close. I feel like we're really, or well, it's whatever. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, no, so but, uh, my thought was something like. Now it's my turn. Oh yeah, actually oh, like, uh, that's really like good. Like rising to the challenge or. Like, like I've been here this whole time waiting ascending. for this moment. Not that I wanted her to die, but like you guys left. So clearly when she died, I have to fill the void, right? That's yeah. my job. And so maybe that's it. It's like um, my time has come. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I like that. That works. Mm. It's always catching up, coming up with the like catchy, the catchy things, name. But I'm like, I know I've been at. watching well, all these like people playing and like they do. They like I'm like these are writers though, Chrissy. It's okay, you're not yeah. the same thing. The, and the key, the reason you want that is so like determined is a fine aspect, but it's super duper narrow in scope. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get like either I'm going to be using it because I'm being really determined in a situation or somebody's going to use it against me because I'm being like bullheaded. But mm-hmm. there's not a lot of opportunity around it. Eh, it's a dogs and vineyard thing. There's not a lot of opportunity <laughs> around it to come up with interesting implementations <laughs> yeah, of that thing. Yeah, people more complex than Whereas that. if you like write it. out a phase, like if you write out a short sentence, now there's all of this other stuff that's packed in it and I can use that aspect in a bunch of different ways. So you want to talk through yours, Maddie? Yeah, like. let's hear it. Ish. Okay. So <laughs> actually, let's scrap it. This is too yeah. embarrassing. Let's yeah. go home. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did my whole adventure as like Charlotte's funeral. She's already finished college and she started med school. And so she's in this phase where she's like wholly focused on med school, determined to be mundane. Like she's the scientist, everything is rigid and um, has an explanation. And so when she gets there um, and realizes that Aster exists, um, she's very angry and aloof with her. And she seems very rejecting and scared around Cass, even though clearly tell they love each other. But she, there's a secret shame because I feel like Cass knows the reason why I'm rejecting everything. And it's not what you think. Would your <laughs> would your feelings in relationship with Charlotte be would you be upset that she left us or would you understand it? Um, she's 23, so she is upset. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she Little has the young. emotional capacity to work out that her mother yeah. is a person. Well, and it also doesn't help that you see how much love and attention she put into me. I don't see that. She's dead. But I see how happy and sweet you are. And you're just another another thing that points out that she left that us she and left we weren't us. good enough. And so she made something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what, what aspect did you land on? So I like have <laughs> some kind of key phrases. Yeah. Like she's in this mode of like resentfulness and recklessness. And it was like alliterative apparently. Like she's just renouncing everything. So I don't know how to tag that besides. And keep it positive. 23. Too. Like, yeah. And so, cause like she's focusing all of this negative reaction into a more fulfilling life, right? Like she's trying to carve out this space for herself. I don't know how. What about something like, I didn't need them anyway? (gasps) Oh. Or. I love it though. Yeah. Even if you wanted to, like, I like that one. So I think that's good enough in it. Or I, I, like, I don't need anybody, right? Well, that's what I mean in general. I don't, Mm. I didn't need them anyway. Like, I don't need anyone but myself. Hmm. I feel like somebody's triggered. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) 
Does that work for you, Maddie? Are you happy with that I, I, as yeah. an aspect? Okay. Yeah, I, like I said, I just couldn't find a like good you would double down tag like, phrase. You double works, down and be like, Fine. I don't have the t-shirt for that, right? And that I, works perfect both ways, right? I need you to help me come up with a That's tag fine. phrase. Yeah, this is, okay. yeah, this well, actually, is we don't like have time. <laughs> I'm sure you've got this. <laughs> we got to move on. Okay, so yes, our mom dies at 12. I come back. I place some flowers on her grave a year later on my 13th birthday, and I see dead flowers, and I revive them. Like, I'm just so overcome with emotion. That it works. Okay. Um, And so my side thought on that was like, I immediately assume something's wrong with me or that it didn't happen. And I just immediately go into denial of like, what is happening? Because I don't know anything. Okay. So what's the aspect for that? That's the question, isn't it? She discovers she has magic, but she's in denial. Your aspect doesn't have to necessarily be something that happened to you in that adventure. It could be something you learned from that adventure. Well, I definitely think that's where I learned my, like, magical powers. But I also think that more than how can I control it, I think it's self-doubt. Yeah, but we need positive. It's self-doubt. It's shame. It's the fear of, like, hiding this. That's so interesting because I think um, the way you've described her life so far, it seems like one more boon that her mother's given her. Like, one more blessing from the family. See, for me, so, it's I have to hide this from the rest of my family. From Scott. Yep. <laughs> What? That's just, <laughs> it's just so mundane. You're like, oh, that's right. There's a Scott. Yeah. Um, but yes, but but the aspect, oh, which like has to be something that's puberty. positive like to it. you as well as can be used against you. Something you can use during gameplay to be like, I re-roll that because of this mm-hmm. is the whole idea of aspects. Hmm. So, I, I, okay. Actually, I have a good question for you. The thing that's going to answer this problem. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you have to hide it? I feel like he's dealt with enough. And, like, my love for him. Oh, so it's an aspect about your dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my love for him, like, I don't. Oh. Okay, well, we let's just make went, it an aspect about We dad. went through my mom dying. We don't need to do another thing. I have to protect mm-hmm. Scott from my magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's great. That's a great aspect. <laughs> I love it. Now we have an NPC that's going to come around. On. It's so exciting. Jacob, you better start working on your voice. <laughs> yeah. Actually sounds sound weirdly like. like uh, Jacob. Uh, 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 no. uh, my name's Scott. <laughs> oh, no. I really love my daughter. She's great. <laughs> Oh, what is happening? Oh, we're gonna have to have a whole episode just gonna work through all that, all that personal trauma just keep yeah. on my ears. We'll just okay. are we gonna rotate? We should actually should just record a podcast of just me trying to figure out voices. Um, yeah, yeah mini so, strokes. So it might be useful for you. So you are going to you're gonna generate aspects for yourself from what they write down. From no, so when Maddie is going to get an aspect from what she's about to write down on the sheet, it's going to oh, inform so Chrissy's story. No, you're passing the sheets around. I'm just saying you might want to keep track of aspects. <laughs> Don't write the aspect. Write your aspect on story. your character sheet, yeah. not on the worksheet because the worksheet's not going to help you out because you're going to pass that <laughs> again to somebody else. So this is crossing paths. So in the next phase, you'll tie the group together by having uh, other characters continue a minor supporting role in your adventure. Once everyone has their adventure written down, you're ready for phase two. Uh, your character has a supporting role in the story you're holding. Supporting roles come in three forms. They complicate the adventure, solve a situation, or both. The idea is to be self-serving. You want to put a little spotlight on your character in order to figure out a good aspect from it. Something you're known for, something you can do, something you own or have, and someone you have a relationship with for good or ill. Finally, write the adventure idea and your character's contribution down on your phase worksheet. This is important because your character gets an aspect from the supporting role he played. I'm at a loss, so I'm going to need your help. That's fine. I like I like the collaboration of this. That's Agreed. kind of neat and fun. So we're coming off of Aster suddenly using magic and making dead flowers grow. My part of the story is when Aster uses the magic on the flowers, Cass feels the pull on the family line. 
Assuming it's Gretchen using her powers, she feeds the power to Aster and never mentions it to Gretchen because she doesn't want to embarrass her for using magic. Ooh. Oh, that's really good. I like that. Oh, that Shit. Chrissy, you're fucking good at this. I know. So, so what's Shit. your aspect? Well, she's um, writing fan fiction. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we haven't really established a super specific, like, this is how Chrissy is, ma- or how... Uh, My power? Can't, yeah. So what do you know what sort of domain of magic I that you want I to be? I haven't really thought about what it would be specifically. Well, look um, at your sheet. Where's the magic one? The there cheat is. sheet. There we go. Um, air, death, earth. Yeah, somebody's somebody's gonna be a necromancer, think- whether it's one of you or not. <laughs> There'll be a necromancer. You're gonna be in yeah. the medical field, like. Well, yeah. Let's like talk. Let Chrissy talk. I'm and- thinking energy, control arcane energy, and animate objects. Oh shit! Like I move shit, right? Yeah. Is which- that not? And I could feed her energy, right? I'm having a be our guest moment. Animated oh. objects, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Maybe I made our dolls dance when we were kids. Who knows? Like, yes. Yeah, and what are the odds that Lillian had the exact same sort of like proficiency in that kind of magic? Because she's sat around running an inn for a uh, bed and breakfast. Right, that for, might make it easier. Yeah, oh. perfect. Wow. So, yeah, I think that works. So, oh, that's all I ever wanted was to be able to clean a room with a <laughs> flick of my finger. So, so we need to oh, macaroni. So we. We may, it's up to you, Chrissy, if we want to just hammer this out now or if we want to circle back and come up with that aspect. But so figuring out what, like an aspect that establishes how you use magic and that you can use magic. Do you want to, do you want to work on that now or do you want to take a minute? Let me just make a note. So your scenario was Aunt Lillian keeled over. So mm-hmm. um, Gretchen knows even before the text come home. Um, she con- contacts the local medical authorities and mortuary, makes arrangements, takes charge immediately. Very cold and detail oriented. Mm-hmm. No, I like that because like I'd be a mess. And I would know you'd be the person to handle it. Yeah. She feels nothing. <laughs> this gives me some really strong, um, what is that? The Haunting at Hill House vibes. <laughs> you also aren't sure what aspect you want to do, right? Uh, yeah, well, I was going to do life, control life force and begin healing process. Because I think that I don't want to be a necromancer, even though that no, I do want, I definitely want to be a necromancer, <laughs> no. but I don't want to be a necromancer. If you're a doctor, life uh, But controlling life force is a little give and take. I think it's applicable yeah. in a number of Fuck up a voice, yeah. But I meant more specifically your aspect from this face. Oh, um, but yeah, that works. Yeah, so I think so. Beyond this, like compulsion, she is protective of Cass. You're her family. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one she cares about the most, right? I don't need any of the other ones. I wanted to portray like how she is in her real life now, like that controlled, um, in charge. Uh, entity. So right? maybe instead like, of I have to protect Cass, it's Cass isn't capable of taking care of herself. Mm, I have to take care of it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not literally that. Yeah. Li- that wouldn't literally mean that Christie's character is incompetent. Mm. That's just what you by state of the rules, she's not. But it's confident. a it's a controlling thing. It's like a, yeah. I have to be in control. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, my thought. So hers was like Charlotte's funeral, angry aloof at Aster. All of this jazz. She doesn't need them. So my thought is that I find out that these two are my sisters at the funeral. And so as soon as this magic happens to me at 13, I'm going to assume that she is the big sister I've always wanted. I'm going to reach out to her and I'm going to say, do you know what's going on with me? And because she's so attracted to the mundane, I think you're just going to be like, I got no fucking clue, man. And also because you kind of dislike me. I think you're just going to act aloof and off. Um, and just like very. I think she's going to be angrier than that. She's like, there's no such thing as a magical tampon. Just figure it out. And I'm sure. just going to be Damn. even more disconnected and even more like, well, fuck. <laughs> All right. So what are you thinking for an aspect? 
I have no idea. I need to write all this down. Yeah, it's it's hard because like I feel like I'm getting in my feelings about it and not be able to like give like the punchy answer. Yeah, the thing that I'm trying to keep reminding myself is to remember it, it, these come into play when you need to re-roll your dice and you have to use mm-hmm. these things right. to be like, this is why I'm re-rolling my dice. And they're how you get rewards. Yeah. Like right. the way that you get fate points is by getting compels on your um, thing. So, so something like I have to count on myself, not my sister. Mm-hmm. Would be a good aspect because later on you could be like, if you're in a fight, your instinct may be to ask your sister for help, but then you could re-roll and be like, I'm just going to have to try myself. I don't know that I want to go. She wants to depend on you guys. It's poison origin story is what you're talking about. So So you could flip it around and make it more (laughs) optimistic and say, um, it could be something about like, yeah, it could be something about trying to win her over or proving yourself or something like that. She looks okay. So like I said, she I look up to you. Yeah. She's like like, the big sister. Right. And she owns the room like that, too. Like she's she's got that arrogance. She's got that. You're 11 years older than me. She's like owning the room. Yeah. And she's very type A. Yeah. And so I'm like, (laughs) I look up to you and a wish. I've got something to prove. I've got something to prove. Yeah, that works. You sure the fuck do. (laughs) All right, uh, so then we need to still, well, we hammered out your aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So then we need to figure out Christy's. Yeah, so how I use my magic, it's energy. So let's see. I feed the power to Aster. It could be something pretty broad, like I can feel. Well, I mean, like if there's like a Everly like you, family. You're the linchpin, right? Right. You can manipulate the power of the home, right? And so I think that's how you use your arcane energy. Like you can connect. I get a boost from the family. From the three sisters. Ben breakfast. Sure. Yeah. Everly family conduit. Because there can be like a family magic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's like a family line basically. And I can call on it. Like a generational ancestral kind of thing. Like it may even be the like we said the ley line under the building or or you pull on Lillian's power. That's what I mean. Like you pull on ghost powers. (laughs) Everly family conduit. So yeah, I can pull from. I can pull from you guys, or I can pull from her if I need more power. I don't know. All right. Oh, and then I got to tell you guys what to do. Ooh, how do I interject myself into That's this? That's right. Story? I'm in charge of this stuff. <laughs> I'm not just watching. <laughs> All right. Phase three, crossing paths again. Once everyone's done with phase two, you'll trade adventures with whoever, whatever method you want, whatever, fine. Uh, then you're ready for phase three, where you'll contribute to the second adventure and determine your next aspect. So you'll do the exact same thing you did last time, copy down your aspect, and that's, you don't, and remember, you, it's not your job to close the story. Like the story is just, we know that it all sort of works out. This is in the past. And so if you have a conclusion to it, you can put it there. Or if you just want to complicate things further, that's fine and leave it sort of general. This is all about finding Aunt Lillian unresponsive on the floor. So my thought is this is all of us coming back to the B&B. And so my thought was they don't even think to contact me. Like I don't cross their mind um, just because I'm not a part of the like nuclear family. So I still feel like there would, would be you have a, reached out. No, I feel like there would be a pulse. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pull. OK, and that you so, can't ignore it. There's just like it's it, an internal yeah. compulsion. You have to come. It's not a lawyer. It's not paperwork. It's, it's, it's a, a pull. That's why Gretchen knew before it is now she my time. got the call. Right. Because we've now been the prophecy. And you may not know what it is. I don't think is. of it like that. I'm going to think of it as I need a life change. I don't really know what I'm doing after college. I'm working at a florist, but I've got nothing better going on. I have a degree in probably lit, right? I got nothing going on. <laughs> um, and I have no way to use that. And so when I feel this pull, I'm like, time for a life change. Yeah. Packs everything yeah, into you read a it suitcase. Just as a, a- like 
oh yeah, this seems like a good thing to do now. But yeah. like, yeah, but I think it'd be a compulsion that you. So you sort of just ignore. crash land in Wellspring. She suddenly shows up at the door yeah. and is like, "I have no idea why I'm here." Other than oh, I, I show up at the door and I'm like, "I need a room." With and, a then you're like, and then I recognize you and I'm like, "Oh, because oh, because we're the bed and breakfast, right?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I recognize you and I'm like, "Oh, you're my siblings. How'd this happen?" Yeah, I, like, that, yeah that's good. I like it a less yeah. like more magical, less uh, yeah. paperwork. Yeah. Does that work? But yeah. then what is the aspect for that? Hmm. Well, you've already kind of got your relationship right. with the the family itself sort of established. That's your high concept, right? Yep. Like your whole character's pitch I, is that. Well, your whole thing is like you said you were adrift and yep. without purpose. Yeah. I think I'm just at that young age in life where it's like, I don't really know what I'm doing and I don't really have a purpose. I don't really know what I'm doing is <laughs> a pretty good aspect. And you're finding your purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Does anybody it. <laughs> want to go next? All right. So I'm coming off of, let's see, whose story is this? Gretchen's was at the funeral for Charlotte. And then Aster reached out to Gretchen about magic. And Gretchen was like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. So Gretchen blows off steam uh, about Aster to my character, um, play, saying that she's playing at magic. But like, it's so annoying because like, clearly she doesn't have magic. Um so Cass slowly starts to feed Aster information, just hoping that she really does have magic so that this freaking prophecy can actually trigger. Yeah, I think the only twist so would be like, like, I know she has magic. I don't fucking care. But like, yeah, you, you don't want it to right. happen. But you're like, yeah. you're, you're just flipping with me about it. She starts to like make books suddenly appear in her room and oh, like, like a secret Obi-Wan. Right. Like, yeah. Secret Obi-Wan. There's my aspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the idea. Is well, like, that's the, that's the. Like an acolyte that's a, you know, like studies the lore, like knowledgeable, you know what I mean? Well, I love magic and I want everybody to be able to like be part of it. In this world, magic's not known and we're mm-hmm. supposed to keep it hidden from the mundanes. I feel like that's going to be a tricky thing for Cass. She doesn't mm. want to necessarily stay hidden. She stays hidden because we're supposed to. But the queen mage is She doesn't Delphinium. really want to. So that, there might be something there where it's yeah. like... um begrudgingly hiding magic so she shares it to anyone she can to help grow magic yeah so uh, yes i like that one a lot uh you it could be magic is a gift to be shared oh got it that's so painful though like i said it definitely can be used against me but Mm -hmm. but it also feeds into a whole bunch of other stuff about like that's very informative of your character how your character thinks about other things too Mm -hmm. okay maddie Gretchen regularly uses her powers because like her whole thing was like she fed powers to me, but didn't mention it because she thought it would embarrass me. But the truth is I use them regularly um, because if I don't, they manifest in a lot of negative effects because her power is life. Right. So she has to push and pull and do stuff with them or else things will start to die around her. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what the negative effects are. And Cass pushing power to her is not unusual. It's just like this like best kept secret kind of thing so i don't really know what aspect i wanted from that except that she's very powerful i mean clearly (laughs) yeah my whole thought was like Cass would assume that you're using magic very little because you don't want to have anything to do Mm. with it so she's respecting that she wishes you would use your magic a whole lot more because you're really fucking powerful i have to respect your space maybe she's able to hide it from you she's so powerful that's actually a really good way to do both of those things so is uh, is your opinion on like it, it, are are you like pretty standoffish to using magic? Like you kind of don't want to use it, or I think she uses it all the time. Okay, yeah, like like willingly. She's like super in mm-hmm. use it all the time. Okay, there would have to be a way though in which she hides that from you, right? Because you were like, I can feel so one of you. You were like, I can feel well because it was the first time you used it. Oh, okay, 
Like, I don't think I feel He's it every so time you use it. me. And I am the conduit. So there might be something with that, too. Yeah, and but I think we've decided at least. Oh, she felt you blossom. Oh, because it's a plant thing. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, because at least in the case of you guys, your magic is, seems to be hereditary. Yes. Um, what do you. So, OK, so mm-hmm. we've, we've got I don't think there's much interesting drama in how you feel about magic. It seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. So what do you use your magic for? I mean, easiest, of course, is her job. But she's not above using it to get her way either. Like it manifests. I'm not above using my magic to get my way is a great aspect. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be chaotic as hell. So we're going to build out uh, a skill pyramid. It's what it's called. So you're going to get one skill at great, two skills at good, three at fair. And then what's the last one? Four at average. Mm -hmm. Every other skill is going to be at mediocre. There are a couple that require special training. And so you just won't be able to use those if you don't take them. The other thing that's important is there are two skills that are going to feed into your stress tracks. So you've got physical and uh, Mental. mental stress. That's basically how you suffer harm. And if you want if you want those tracks to be higher, you need to take will and strength are the two skills. Yeah, it's physique. physique and will. Physique skills. So skills basically present the like setting as well. You know, they're things that they're the things that you're gonna do in the game. So there's four actions you can take with any skill. You can overcome an obstacle, you can create an advantage. You can uh, defend yourself or you can attack something. Now you guys have casting skills, which you know obviously can apply to some of that stuff. So that's the cool thing about magic is when you picked a domain of magic, that's a domain of magic that you infuse across the skills you have to use. Hmm. So you're, you're, you're Gandalf type wizards. You're not uh, like D&D fancy and magic wizards. There are two skills I want to add to. There's a craft skill, which is like how you build engines and repair machinery and that sort of stuff. So I think there should be an alchemy skill where you can make like potions and things like that. And then um, I want to add a ritual skill. So the, the, the difference is this is us doing magic every day. And then there's this other thing where we can. Where we're doing big yeah. magic. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the best way. If so I were we smart added man, alchemy I and. Yeah, I've got ritual? a whole. I've got a list of all of the skills here. So Where's your cards, Jacob? Fight. <laughs> those, I almost bought those cards, but they're a waste of money. Because <laughs> <Those laughs> just because it's like 16 he cards. The, uh, one yeah, ring RPG card. instead starter pack. So, you know. <laughs> Send us money if you want Jacob to buy fate cards. <laughs> So we've got, uh, this is the skill list. So those are all the skills in our game. I just took out two. So we have the same starting number. One thing that I did see in in prepping for this was that you do not have to fill all of your skills. You You can pick them up as gameplay happens. So if you're like, I don't know, then you can leave things blank. Yeah, that is very true. So what you're going to do right now is you're just going to go through and start picking skills to rate. Obviously, your best skill is going to be the one that you are excel at. And I'm assuming you guys don't want me to read the list of skills. There's a lot of skills. But a good way to think about it is like what things you want to be really, really good at and then what things you sort of want to lead by the wayside. Remembering that you'll need physique and will if you want to have a lot of physical, like wherever you rate those two skills at will give you more physical I want to be a marathon runner. Are you putting that under superb? What are you putting that under? We don't get a superb yet. From what? My understanding. No, there's no superb at the start of the game. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. I'm like one a great. professional marathoner. Like I, but like I do them. Jacob, explain to me alchemy and rituals. I'm a winner. Yeah, so alchemy is like, so whereas crafts is I fix engines or I can build machinery or whatever. Alchemy is I take magical ingredients and I grind them together and I make a thing out of it. Um, lore. Yes. So lore is like recalling knowledge. Something we do need to do, too, is we need to determine based off of your and then we don't have to do this right this second. But we do need to determine what the sort of like specific casting skill is for your like realm of magic. So, you know, you can use magic to imbue all of the skills. But when you're like, I really just want to do I want to do a healing magic thing, we need to determine what the skill is for that. 
Would it be the same for all three of us? Yeah. So no, it'll be different for everybody. Like if you look at the little cheat sheet I gave you guys for magic stuff, like they have ancestral heritage, you could use rapport um, oh, or divine oh, okay. patron. You could use empathy. We, you don't need to follow those at all. Those are not bad examples if you wanted to use lore as your casting skill. But it's more, I would think more like fictionally. Like if I'm pulling on the well of power to be the conduit of the, what is it, Evie? What, what's the last Everly. name? Everly. Everly family. You know, what's that skill going to be? So- Maddie, you decided physique, but within physique, you chose marathoning, marathon runner. Well, yeah, that's just a fit. flavor. So I can. Okay. So but you I'm chose fast. physique. I'm going to leave you behind. But then she added the context of Right. That's, that's just flavor. See, that helps yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. The skills are just. I'm fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah. The skills are like the baseline. And then you're going to interpret that in the way you want for your character. Love. Uh-oh. Or is it lore? It's lore. lore. <laughs> <laughs> Your arm looks like a bee. I can't help it. What would, like, psychic powers be? Like, you want to be able to do, like, magic stuff? Uh, No, more so I was reading into, like, powers of nature, which is, and one of them was, like, being able to commune with plants. Like and, empathy? Like, would that be? But, like, specifically towards nature. Yeah, so... I think the way that would work. Not so, humans. So you, it sounds like you want to make alchemy your like core casting skill. That's how you do magic is by like blending plant stuff, I'm guessing. Well, that would be the like healing portion-esque. Yeah. Okay. So the thing to remember is, so you'll have a skill that you pull on to do your magic, but you'll be able to use your magic across all the skills. So if you wanted to use empathy to commune with plants, you could. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. I want to add that as a separate skill though. Yeah, yeah, you still need ratings and empathy, otherwise you're adding nothing to your role. Okay. So empathy for plants and empathy for the mundane, are those two separate things? It's one skill. Okay. So you're rating all the skills. So remember, you have all. The, if you have a good empathy, right, if you put empathy at two, three, you are good at empathy, but you are also a witch that can use her magic to imbue her empathy to communicate with plants. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I can use it multiple ways. Yeah, uh, but universally for all the skills. It's not like just your empathy you can do that with. Every skill you can imbue your magic into and use it that way. Sorry, I'm asking all the questions. It's okay. I just want to make sure it makes sense. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chrissy, you chose lore for like the history of the family. What do you mean? I'm sorry. So you chose to go with lore, but that's because you know all the things about witches and you teach other people well, I, I chose so i chose rapport as my great because that is going to be my ancestral heritage is how i mm. pass magic okay um oh I that's good chose lore and contacts as my good lore because we're old witch family and mm. i've been deeply like in it so i like i've got the tomes i've got the books i lived with lillian forever and yeah. and I have a desire to learn anything and everything I can about it. So I feel like I actively have a lot of information about magic in general. And if I don't, I want to learn more. So okay. lore seemed like a strong one for me. And then contacts, because I ain't never left this town. I know everybody. <laughs> so the next thing we're going to do, and the book will help with this. I, I tried to think of a way to make this easier. I, I just don't know that there is one. So we have to come up with some stunts. So you have a refresh of three. You can get extra stunts by burning refresh. Refresh is how many fate points you get at the start of each, not session, but each scenario. So we start a new adventure, you get three fate points. You can spend refresh, get less fate points each uh, scenario to get more stunts. Stunts are basically special powers. Like, for example, lore was, I've read about that. 
yeah so they just it, like literally the easiest way is just to let you look at the book i think and and pick some stunts uh you can would you choose your great skill for that or would you just pick any skill any it's just anything you want to have stunts as okay. typically they will either give you some extra bonus they'll give you limited like they'll give you some kind of really good limited effect or they'll give you some like reliable advantage that's typically how stunts work can it be like fancy city doctor uh yeah it'll be tied to a specific skill though so it would be like resources fancy city doctor i have you know once per session or whatever i can do blah in my mind it's an established enough family that like money wasn't the problem Mm -hmm. her own money was the problem and so she likes to throw (laughs) a weight around yeah no did you take contacts i sure did yeah okay for knowing the town and like being in the town now what was your ex-husband's name (laughs) did we name him no. <laughs> Do I need a name for him, I guess? Uh, hey, I 100%. Scott. It's Jerry. No! <laughs> His name is Wyatt. Okay. So we have the Delphinium Circle. My thought is that it is like a loose sort of coalition of people who believe the same thing and are like kind of mm-hmm. rising. In po- it's a grassroots movement, right? So who is like the face to the name where you guys are? Right, like who's who's a person? Who's where you're got like, the truck with the flag yeah. on the back? Right, right. Who has the clout where you are that you're like? This is the person we have to worry about from this political perspective. The the, the idea is just that there are essentially there's two political factions. So there's like the pre-existing so the most norm, outspoken face. Yeah, there's the pre-existing norm of magic needs to be secret to keep people safe. Right, and this is a group of people saying we don't have to hide. We should be able to be public with magic. And it's got to be somebody be who doesn't have a lot of magic. Somebody who's well, who the Everleys would disregard. I think it's uh, the organizer. I think it's the person who's on Facebook, whatever, Instagram, wherever, like, uh, or on Twitter, somebody who is proactive on the ground with weird resources, unexpected resources. So let's back off a bit then from from naming a specific person. And let's just decide broadly what the Delphinium Circle looks like in uh, Wellspring. So is there like a lot of people? Are there meetings? Are they? So the Delphinium Circle are the ones that are pro-magic. Pro being, being openly open. magical, openly supernatural. And that's going to be our conflict? That, that, that's gonna that be is thing. one of the issues we decided to have. We, we had two issues. We had the looming debts on the three sisters and we had the like conflict of whether or not magic should be public and open. Well, so I, I don't mind the idea that the Delphinian circle is mm-hmm. anybody and everybody. They meet. They meet in secret, but it could be me. It could be the werewolf across the street. It could be the v- right. vampire around the corner. Um, sure. If we need to come up with a persona that like runs those meetings, that person could be anything. Right. Mm-hmm. That was my thought is that it is a group of an, of beings, supernatural beings. That, you know, like, somebody puts it. a flyer on a wall and they're like, hey, you, you know, and they show sure. up. So yeah. college campus, like community college campus. Maybe that seems like a good place for a movement, right? Can we describe our character? Yes. That's the fun stuff. Describe so, your character. Her name is Aster Everly. She is 22 years old. Her pronouns are she, her, and she is a uh, pansexual. She is lithe. Um, she is around 5'5, five, five, so a little shorter in nature. Strawberry blonde hair, thin top lip, green eyes that seem to shine at certain moments. And I would like that to be linked to her powers so they shine a little brighter. Um, cottage core aesthetic. She loves foraging. She loves um, the outdoors, baking, thrifting, cross stitching, and gardening. Wow, you really fleshed her out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and hardcore. And her secret dream is. 
<laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> to own a bed and breakfast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But I do like the inclusion of the pronouns on this character sheet. I didn't even see that. Yeah. All right. Um, this is Chrissy. Um, I'm playing Cassandra Everly. She's the middle child of the three sisters. Um, I see her as kind of soft and sweet-faced. Very unassuming. Hair's probably usually in a ponytail. Where it's just, you know, converse and jeans and just an average kind of gal. Probably about 5'4". Um, not not too short, but not very tall. Um, not athletic at all. She'll run begrudgingly if she needs to. But um, like I said, just kind of soft and just very pleasant looking. Unassuming but pleasant. Yeah, like I'd have a cup of coffee with her. She seems like a nice gal kind of look. Everybody's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's been in the town forever. Went to high school here. Probably went to community college here. Got her business degree so she can help run the uh, inn. Everybody comes to her. She made, made make potions and stuff for like love potions and stuff like that for local folk that. Well, your Etsy store. Right. My Etsy store. She does keep an Etsy store. <laughs> well, see, and like I love that like inadvertently you guys have like this like peace in common, right? Like kind of crafty. Just effective people. Yeah, you're the chaos demon this season. Yeah, and like I said, she um she has an ex husband Wyatt, but um they just they married after high school and realized that they just didn't need to be married and have a good friendship. But there's no animosity, but no love either. Just mutual decision. Yeah, cool, bro. That was a that was a silly decision. Like you know, small town Saturday night. Yeah, small town kind of thing. And so she hasn't remarried because she's really just kind of dedicated herself to the bed and breakfast in the Everly line. Well, and also it's really awkward when you know everyone. It is. It's hard to date. <laughs> it's hard to date when you've already probably dated everybody. Yeah. The dating pool gets kind of small. <laughs> high school, so yeah. if a stranger comes into town, who knows what uh, Cassandra is up to. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Gretchen Everly is, I guess, on the other end of that spectrum then. Um, icy blonde, wavy locks that are very high end. It's done in a very high end salon. Are they Crazy natural? money. Are they Absolutely not. Oh, God, you're going to no. hate okay. this town so much. Yeah. Uh, with like icy blue eyes, very lean runner's body, very intense, vibrating with energy kind of person. Like always has to be moving, has to make things happen. She's on the taller end too. And so like she still wears high heels and like tries to dominate the room. Is that your outfit? Like high heel? What do you typically wear? <sighs> Calvin Klein all the way. I was like right. slim pants, yeah. high heels. Yeah. Power, Power suits. suits. <laughs> Wait, uh... Hair split to the side. Oh, God. Average millennial. (laughs) (laughs) She's, yeah, she's 33. Yeah. (sighs) All right. That's it. You got characters. Yay. 